Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Down the line, Jeff came in, gave us a lift. Obviously, Emmanuel, George, Joe had a terrific game. It's good to see him making plays, you know, being aggressive, shooting the ball. So, you know, a lot of things for us to to build on. That's Quinn Snyder talking about the Jazz bench and how they performed against Milwaukee. The bench has been giving up a lot of runs, but in Milwaukee, they went on a run, gave them a boost, and they'll need it tonight against the Pacer team, whose record isn't all that glorious. They're ten and six. But they look really tough at home, 7-2, and two, PK. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a what? Battle. A battle. Jazz and the Pacers tonight. Rudy Gobert has missed a couple of games, and he is questionable for the third game. So the Jazz may be without him again tonight. Have an update for you later today here on 97.5 at 1280. Oh, keep it locked. We'll have the latest. Sweet. Jazz two-way player Jarrell Brantley, 31 points. Is he going to be the next Royce O'Neal? He's playing for the Salt Lake City Stars in the G League. They beat up on Rio Grande Valley. I don't know. Somebody following in the steps of Joe Ingles, Royce O'Neal, working their way up. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Number one thing, we're healthy. You know, we got a lot of guys back. It's, it's just hard when um, you go out through a training camp and you don't got two of your stars playing. Me and Paul is out the whole training camp. So now we're back. We're healthy. We're just waiting on Landry to get back, and we can keep moving forward from there. The Clippers get the win. That's Kawhi Leonard talking about his health, Paul George's health. They beat the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas, and that was pretty decisive, PK. 114-99. to They built that lead in the first half they're up at halftime big and 13 and 5 Lakers and Clippers an all LA Western final that would be brutal Denver won last night and they're keeping themselves right in the mix early on they've only got three losses they look pretty pretty rock solid out of the gate here unstoppable I would say unstoppable whatever you're talking about yeah they've been stopped comes down to stops and goes Comes down to stops and goes. Denver has a six-game win streak after their 117-104 win over the Wizards. Six in a row and still only three losses on the year. Tonight, want to watch a little basketball. ESPN's got the Lakers and Pelicans tonight. Also, the Clippers are going back-to-back. Let's see if Kawhi Watching goes back-to-back. Jazz. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. One night after BYU lit up UCLA, it was all Kansas tonight, and you can rock. Chalk it up, the Jayhawks win 71-56. BYU losing in the semis in Maui, and before that you heard Stephen F. Austin, the layup at the buzzer, and Duke, number one in the country, falls at home to little Stephen F. Austin. Cinderella PK. 
Cinderella comes knocking and takes home the win. Stephen F. Smith, yeah, that was watching that game. That was uh, that was fun. He got the ball, and you could see the shot clock. And was he going to be able to get it off in time? Was he going to pull up? What was he going to do? He at least saw him lift his head up. A Bahama Manian, too. So he got emotional in the postgame about the uh, weather situation there yep. earlier this year. And everything they'd been through and everything they'd lost. And he made that bucket, and that was cool for them. For BYU, it was a decent first half, but then they gave up the 9-0 run early in the second half, and it was over from there as Kansas took complete control of that. A lot of threes that went in against UCLA and went in in the first half against Kansas were coming up short. One yeah, after another, thumping like off the run. Of gas. Yeah. I was surprised that it took almost to the first media timeout for Jay Billis to go off on the NCAA. I thought he would hit that earlier. Right from the get-go? Yeah, I really did, because it's a story, you know, nationally. I mean, we know that Yoli's not playing until, uh, what, the yeah, next week or so. And uh, But to the national audience, you know, they could have had it last night or two nights ago, but that was late night in the East. So I thought he would hit it earlier because he's been very outspoken. And the, I don't know that they would have beat them with Yoli Charles, but obviously he's a significant loss. The, the positive is that Kobe Lee is getting some valuable minutes that could provide them, particularly with Baxter out this season, that could provide them with some added size that they're going to need. Because we talked about Dave Rose when he was on our show several years ago. He said Gonzaga not only has the best big man in the league, they have the second best, and usually they have the third best. (laughs) And so you're wondering, why is Gonzaga dominating? Well, that's one of the reasons. And Kobe Lee has gotten some valuable experience. And, you know, he looks okay. It's not like uh, he's a, a world beater, but it looks like he can provide some minutes and help Childs there down low do his thing. He had a nice game. He's active anyway. Uh, so that's that's the positive there. The Billis thing, that he did the thing, they call it the 94 feet, and where he, it's a basketball court. Here it was the beach, and it was with Yoli. And Yoli's the one thing that you don't like, and to have a beard and the beard card, and then he makes a comment on Celius. Does he have a mustache card? Folks, you're freaking weird. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta update it. That. You gotta update it. I know you want to be peculiar, and you get off on that, and that's great. But man, it just sounds—it sounds like you think well, other religious groups don't let you dance, and you know how you think that's weird. Well, that's the way they think of you. With that, now we're not talking about uh, Duck Dynasty here, but you know, kids but that age—they want to do that. Those easy top beards, come on! Now. They want to do that. We see it every spring with the pro day. Everybody's it, grown facial hair. Yeah, I mean Morgan Scally is a faithful member of your faith, one of the most faithful guys I know. He's got a beard. He's—it's like Jesus and then Morgan Scally, and everything's fine there. And you can have it in your faith. Let them have it down. And the students, and it just comes off as... And, and did you did you hear this? Bronco Mendenhall's got a beard. Bronco Mendenhall's a beard. There were uh, photos of that on social media. That guy preached to us I know. every other press conference. Yeah. I When I covered BYU, I never went to church because I felt just going to... Broncos press conference you that was covered. good enough you recovered I wasn't going to get any better so why bother nah, I don't have to go to mass tonight Tuesday I, I was done 
Thank you, Bishop Bronco. Yeah, I mean, he pushed religion page, on it, more than anybody. The photo's up on the Facebook page, but you probably saw it on social media. Can it we allow a little rounds. facial hair? Nope. Why not? Because that's the rule. Well, yeah, the, but your, your child has had a whole bunch of rules that they've changed over the years. The only child strolling down the beach talking about facial hair yeah. was not the recruiting pitch that Mark Pope needed. No, not at all. And everybody's out there recording everything. That that clip will be sent to BYU recruits by opposing coaches. You think it will? Yes, absolutely. You think Larry's going to send it? Anybody who's going head-to-head okay, with the BYU then, guy. Okay, well, then Pope sends Coastal Carolina. So then Larry... Well, see, they got beat by Coastal Carolina. Utah did. <laughs> okay. And then Larry will send... Some, then, Larry, then Pope will send back Tulane. So then, I mean, where does it end, though, Dave? I mean, you could just, you, you just, before you know it, you just spent three weeks just spending, spending stuff back and forth. So I don't know how that big of a deal it is in that way, but it just looks bad. Virginia Tech, third place game for the Cougars tonight, 9.30 on ESPN2. Weaver State beaten again. Murray State got them 69-68. The Wildcats are off to a 1-4 and four start playing Northeastern, a 9 a.m. game. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. You know, I'm just not thinking about that right now. We're just thinking about the chance to play another game. I don't think our guys really worry about the record as much as how well they're playing right now, and that's it's a lot of fun. The guys are growing and getting better, and we're, we're able to do it with some wins in our pocket, you know. So I think we're just focused on this one being the last game of the year and just praise our guys for, for giving them another opportunity to play together. But I'm really looking forward to this week and having gratitude this week. It just makes sense that we're in a great spot and just keep playing. Kalani Sataki, the eight-win mark, not a big deal as they prepare for San Diego State. Every game is a game unto itself. I guess they don't get anything. The players, do they get anything different? They, Feels they, good to be eight and four. Do they get anything different? What are you talking yeah. about? If you're seven and five versus eight and four, I mean, it feels different. You get anything per win? What do you, yes. I don't get it. What? What do you get? Nothing. That's what I said. Do you get anything different? Not really. It's rhetorical. Oh, 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 okay. I thought you were actually asking. Is there like a... Don't waste my time with rhetoricalness. Rhetoricality. College football rankings are out, and the records are all nice and neat now. They stopped scattering one-loss teams below the two-loss teams and bunched them all up, PK, so they can jump whoever they want here the last two weeks. The three undefeateds at the top, then six once-beatens, and the Utes right at number six, where I think most people assume they'd be after they saw Oregon lose. They move up a notch. Still Georgia four and Alabama five, and then Utah and Oklahoma. Minnesota and Baylor loitering there should they run the table. Well, I don't think there was any news there to me. Exactly what you would have written down before the show started. Yeah. I mean, they need Georgia and Oklahoma and Alabama to lose. And if that happens and they win their two games, they're going to get in. If that doesn't happen, it's up for debate. I happen to think the debate will not fall favorably, but that's my opinion versus whoever else has an opinion, and somehow if you say that, you're a hater. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Meanwhile, I I should show you a text I got. I really appreciate your friendship over the years, (laughs) but they think I'm a hater, so be it. That's the way I see it. 
But the uh, good news that I saw, the, to me, possibly the best news out of that thing was maybe Ohio State and Utah in the Fiesta Bowl. Dream scenarios. Yeah. We will spell that out in the next segment. We were uh, talking about it this, uh, with Chris Camrani walking out of the uh, press conference on Monday. It could happen, PK. To what level of possibility, I'm not sure. But in my mind, there's just as much that as the peach against uh, LSU or wherever else it might be. Now, with the with the change in the uh, one, one and two there, because they moved Ohio State up. All right, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. I'm trying to win the Super Bowl, and we taking the game at a time. I'm not worried about MVP, you know. If it come and come, I'll be satisfied, but I'm trying to win the Super Bowl. That's, that's a team award, and that's what I want. That's Lamar Jackson. A lot of Lamar Jackson for MVP talk, the way he's gone uh, berserk the last two or three weeks. Coming off the five-touchdown performance Monday night, he's got 11 touchdowns in three weeks. All about the team, PK, and they look like they have a pretty good shot at the Super Bowl. How many is MVPs did uh, Joe Montana man? How many John Elway Wade? How many Tom Brady? No, nobody knows. Nobody, nobody cares. Knows. Right. It's cool to have it in the moment, yeah. but what you remember is how many Super Bowls they have. Right. Thanksgiving Day schedule is uh, not really all that inspiring. Maybe we'll end up with some dramatic games, but... Bears and Lions in the morning, Bills and Cowboys in the afternoon, Saints and Falcons at night. Saints and Falcons probably seem like a good idea, but Atlanta's season completely unraveled. Bills and Cowboys looks like the best matchup of the three. Cowboys battling for a division title. Bills with a better record, but chasing the Patriots, they're battling for a wild card over there in the, uh, in the AFC. DJ and PK, there are the headlines. That is what is trending. And it's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Riley Jensen joins us at 8 o'clock, our college football insider. Next, we will get to the dream scenario. We've talked about the nightmares and how Utah, everything could go wrong. But what if everything goes right? How would it end up? We'll get to that next. Stay with us. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.